0: <laughs>
1: now I, I just I just had an idea for Chris with names. Oh, oh God. no!
0: God, hey, this Chris, is the only this is the ahead. only reason I agreed to this.
2: This is Swift Presents Outside the Galaxy, the podcast that takes a closer look at unique characters and people a little closer to home. Well, pitter patter, let's get at her backstories. Well. We're bones! Histories! Wasn't me! And details! I love gold. You never knew! So this is planet Houston. Wanted to know! No, I don't! Or ever need to know! You took four minutes of my life and I want them back! Now here are this episode's panelists of Outside the Galaxy.
3: Hello welcome to... The new and improved? Up to date? Um something we're trying? Question um, mark. What? Question mark? Question mark? Star Wars in character presents outside the galaxy? <laughs> i High yeah. higher. Do you, do you think that's that sounds pretty good for what we're doing?
0: <laughs> we could be like yeah. since <laughs> It's like those products that come out that are brand new on the market, and they say, like, original. I'm like, how is this the original when it's brand new? So you can call yeah. it the original. new and
3: improved?
0: New and improved. New formula. New, new yeah. formula. Oh, under new, like under new management. Well, it's not really. It's the same idiot running things behind the scenes. We're
1: now. We're now <laughs> this, is, this isn't new Coke. This is Coke 2.
0: <laughs> and no, Crystal Bill Pants Cosby does not endorse us. Yeah,
3: Crystal
1: Cosby, no. everyone. I heard he's going on tour. You hear
3: that
4: shit? Oh,
0: God, yeah, really? is
3: he? Was
0: it you like a to tour
3: like Johnny
0: Cash <laughs> <laughs> used to do?
4: <laughs> no, like nothing ever happened. He's going on tour. <laughs> I might
3: if I can get a ticket. I'll see how that train wreck might Oh, you'll, <laughs> you'll get a ticket.
0: <laughs> he's way <laughs> too old and unstable to put up with the hecklers he's going to get. I'm actually kind of <laughs> looking forward to this. Let me let me unblock TMZ because I'm going to have to see he's this a, shit. <laughs> he's going to come out like
3: Dice Man. Oh! <laughs> well... As you can see the sh- the conversation's ha- haven't changed. But
4: <laughs> no. that's true. We've we've been doing this 30 seconds and we're already off topic.
3: Yeah. <laughs> we don't even know what because the topic is. That's the funny part. I know. That's the best thing is that we have new we this is an idea that Tim had. Was Tim <laughs> already laying the
1: groundwork for the blame. This is great. <laughs> this <laughs> yeah. is all
3: Tim's Tim. fault.
1: Um yeah, for a long time Chris and I have been talking be like okay, we got to figure out what to do with the star Wars and character, uh, just sort of behind the scenes, I kept telling Chris, you know, it's just got to end sometime eventually. And, and we, we had, we had been talking about that for a while. And then about six months ago, was this now oh, several months ago? I said, Chris and Dave and I sat down and we, we, uh, Matt was completely out of this. So yeah. uh, sorry, Matt, yeah, if we, that's fine. we weren't necessarily talking about behind your back, you just weren't, involved. they
0: asked me to leave. And I said, I will destroy you all. Yeah, and then they regrouped. Out. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and we and we just briefly talked about the future of the podcast because we kind of felt it was getting a little stagnant. It was hard to get excited to do the show, and none of us wanted it to end, but we were having a tar- hard time figuring out how to be excited for it going forward, and we always talk about other things and then matt put up something on facebook saying what if the guys just talked about stuff and it's it was there for what like 2 weeks mm-hmm. and then i i just sort of one it was almost like a drunk text even though i hadn't been drinking i just sort of sent a message saying hey swick is on life support <laughs> what do you guys think about doing this where we talk about each episode we talk about a character a person a musician something just something random every episode we can still talk about star wars and we'll probably and we will cycle back to that on a frequent basis we'll still come back and someone will talk about you know the probe droid again or something uh but the exciting thing is is now we'll be talking about things that aren't necessarily star wars and and the other exciting thing is, is we don't know what the subject is to be until the person right. who's presenting tells us. So I, I, the, one of the, one of the things I said, we could do an episode, we could talk an hour on Harry Hamlin, or <laughs> we can talk about John wick for an hour, or we can talk about David Lee Roth, or we could talk about, uh, uh Garfield, you know, just a character. Now a person, on a Monday. <laughs> yeah lasagna uh character a person uh a musician even if it's just a movie we could just talk about you know problem child and uh and that would be the episode but we we will from time to time cycle back to star wars related things we could talk about harrison ford or we could talk about and andor um so i don't know it, it, uh, that's my sort of weak pitch i don't know mm-hmm. if you guys wanted to add anything to this
4: yeah, it's, it's our opportunity. This has always been, these shows, our opportunity for the four of us to get together and talk. The stuff that came with it, the great stuff, and all of you wonderful people listening, was kind of like a bonus. Um, so we still want to talk to each other, and we hope that you'll tag along. Um, and like Tim said, we still will do Star Wars from time to time. Matt said he has character notes uh, for six things, and Tim has a couple. Um, but in the meantime, we're going to talk about nine. the... <laughs> there you Karma, go. yeah, We're going to talk about the things that we like in movies and TV or pop culture and uh, treat it the same way with the same kind of uh, format. But week to week, you're not going to have any idea what it is. And neither are the other three hosts. Yeah. Um, I have a character ready. I'm the only one of the four of us that knows what it is. It may be something that the other three guys like. It may be something that they hate. Which would actually be funnier? Sports. <laughs> <And> I,
1: <laughs> and Orville Redenbacher.
0: I think Tim said it best somewhere. I think it was one of this year's episodes. the 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 hurdle, the big hurdle we've all hit with Star Wars and characters is that Disney's not holding up their end of the bargain of the expanded universe. But then again, there's also another aspect to that. When we started Star Wars and character, the expanded universe was going on for twenty years before we started. Rise of Skywalker came out, what, four or five years ago? It was four years ago. So, I mean, things are still, you know, we're not at the same. A lot of people have suggested a lot of characters from the sequel trilogy, which is, you're right. That would be up our alley if there's something to talk about. Almost all of them have their Wikipedia entry is exactly what we see on screen. And that takes seven seconds to report. So we were saying we're out of characters is not. Far from the truth, ones to talk about. So that was getting a little disheartening too. It's like you keep looking at – you look up seven characters to find one that you just squeeze like blood out of a stone with enough information to talk about. Whereas there's like – our recordings end up talking about ridiculous things for like twice the amount of time of our Star Wars and character recordings. So that's another – like easy sell when Tim brought the idea up. I'm like, yeah, that's the most fun we have in our recordings these days is talking about shit that has nothing to do with that. So let's do it. So that's, that's where I'm coming from in this, just to put that out there.
4: Yeah. Yeah. That's a good way to put it. It is. It's been 13 years, right? Is that what you just figured out? (laughs) Almost. Yeah. Almost 13. So it's time to evolve a little. Um, Doesn't mean we're going to abandon the thing that people, you know, tuned in for and liked. Um, but hopefully you'll evolve with us
1: evolution.
0: And if (laughs) not evolution,
4: and if not
0: just hit unsubscribe, this is not an airport. (laughs) You do not need to announce your departure. Keep it to yourself.
1: (laughs) Now, I I just, I just had an idea for Chris with names. Oh no. God, God, this is the only, this is the only reason I agreed to this. (laughs) Chris comes up with his own theme. He, he he chooses his own theme for names. So Dave could be talking about, you know, Daffy Duck, and Chris comes up with names based on Bill and Ted's Excellent an Adventure.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I could try uh, to come up with quick names about the character, but I what, let's have what's a, com- How about a compromise.
0: How about a okay. compromise? How about Chris makes up a name for whoever the host is based on what he thinks the host is going to talk about.
3: my god okay
0: like like i'm chris joining me tonight is matt and tim and daryl strawberry dave is gonna talk about his (laughs) character
1: (laughs) which will be nothing but that even said yeah
3: okay all right every
1: week i have that bag of powder down dave (laughs) (laughs) those can't get it away I (laughs) i gotta i gotta all right i have to all
3: right okay i
4: can do that all right are you gonna do this now Yeah, I'll do it now. How good
0: of a mood am I in that I actually thought of a compromise for Chris to do names?
3: (laughs) Thank you. Thank
4: you, man. I will send you
3: the check in
1: the mail.
4: (laughs) That was very, very mature of you, (laughs) man. Thank you. All
1: right. He's ready for his bat mitzvah. Here here it comes. Ready?
3: It's not going to be this guy. I know that for a fact, but I'm using it. And right now, driving the bus is every breath you Dave Okay. All right. See, this is that's already getting off. It's it's not Gordon. Gordon. I almost said Gordon. Some no, way Shumway, I,
0: I, t- I was going to say now, David Shumway. will talk about his
4: character. I was like, wait, that's elf. <laughs> yeah. You have always called Sting Gordon Shumway. I have.
3: You Wheelie! Yo,
4: <laughs> <laughs> you I'm, <laughs> I'm excited, Dave. Take it. All right. So this is it. This is the uh, this is the initial Star Wars and character presents outside the galaxy.
3: Yes,
0: hold on. I'm All adding right. Mrs. Ockmonic to my future list. Okay, I'm ready.
3: <laughs>
4: <laughs> this is great. All right, well, today I present to you a character from a TV show. Oh. So, so it is not staying and it's not <laughs> Strawberry. Damn, Banyan. <laughs> um, and I don't know how you guys feel about this show, but uh, I don't know why this man popped into my head first, but today I present to you. The uh, backstory and some musings on Dr. Percival Ulysses Perry Cox. What? Dr. Cox from Scrubs. Oh, okay. Well, I'm already
1: one show
0: well, down because I haven't seen a Scrubs. second of right Scrubs.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I've only seen like three episodes of Scrubs. I've okay. never seen an episode. That's I heard half okay. the song
0: and it's not has nothing to do no. with the show.
1: <laughs> what would you say, Tim? I, I, I was going to say who plays this character, but you're going to tell us. I'm going to tell you everything you
4: need to know. Perry Cox is a chief of medicine and attending physician at Sacred Heart Hospital. Um, I also learned that his original name was Phil in the script and then Paul. And in the first episode, you can see the word, the name Paul in his name tag. I did not go back and look at that. Um, his name is
3: Philip Cox. <laughs> yeah,
4: Phil Cox. Go ahead, Chris. <laughs> you tease it up. <laughs> He is in 178 episodes. Uh, he still studied at Hale University. Um, he has a sister. He's from Pittsburgh and his sister is played by Cheryl Hines. That was one of the Ooh. coolest things about Scrubs is their guest stars. And we're going to kind of get into that a little bit.
3: Um, I love Cheryl Hines. I think she's yeah, hot.
4: She is hot. Hot. I really hot. do. The The thing that I, I mean, I do love Scrubs, but the thing that I love most about him is that he is this kind of flawed and sad tortured guy um super intense super scary and although it's a comedy his best moments are very dramatic and it's because i think of john c mckinley who Mm. i think we all like Yeah. 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 yeah so there's a couple instances there's one particularly where he gets depressed he actually quits after a trio of transplants that happen in the in the hospital go wrong because he messes up, and the source of the organ transplant had rabies, so they all die. <laughs> <laughs> and it, I mean, th- this show, like, it, it was, it kind of reminded me, like, of Mash, where Mash was very funny, but then it would turn around and make you cry.
0: <laughs> you ever see
4: Futurama,
0: which is probably going to be a ripe source of material for me for this new format, but there was a, there's a mesh, there's a whole like robot. TV through line throughout the entire run of the season, no matter what network it was on. And one of them was a mash parody of, uh, with robots. And the, the lead character had a switch where it was like funny or depressed. And it was like a Hawkeye piercing where he'd flip on his switch and he'd do like a Groucho Marx joke. And then he'd flip on the depressed and like, just talk about how worn out he is from the war. It was, it was like dead on to what happened in mash. Every time Alan Aldo was
4: on screen. that's funny and well that's how that's how this was too kind of um his best moments are in the in the sadness i think and i think this is what made me think of him because chris had just seen the whale and the whale is getting all kinds of news and there's a two episode story arc where brendan fraser plays his uh brother-in-law and he has I mean these are all spoilers if you haven't seen Scrubs I mean it's been out for like thirty years and I don't know <laughs> <laughs> it started has, when we started um, this show yeah really <laughs> um his leukemia and they're like best friends and he dies and you don't know throughout the whole second episode that uh, that he's dead because Cox is talking to him Brendan Fraser's in the episode they're walking around they're talking. Here he's been dead the whole time. Um, it's really, really great.
0: Did you, did you the? Are you sure the Sixth Sense page didn't open on top of your notes while you were writing these down? Because <laughs> <laughs> you are describing something very familiar.
4: He, and, and he ends up going to what he thinks is a party, but it's actually the funeral. And he's talking. And JD, who is Zach Braff, says this line. It's like a famous line in Scrubs where he says to him, he goes, where do you think you are right now? And that's when he realizes that he's at his funeral. It's, it's really, really, it's really, he's an alcoholic. He drinks scotch, like water. He drinks Johnny Walker black. In fact, his kids first, his kids first words are daddy drinks a lot. (laughs) That's also an Um, old old
0: kids in the hall sketch. Daddy drinks a lot. Daddy drank. Then they show a picture of Dave Foley coming home drunk. Uh, That's, that's for another episode
4: well and he hates everything he hates everything I think including you just Hugh flipped jackman. my
0: depression switch that i was just talking about that robot <laughs> had. i think i have it too <laughs>
4: <laughs> he hates everything he hates you jackman that's oh. an inside joke between him and uh, bill lawrence who, who made the show bill lawrence is like huge now because of ted lasso um but he made scrubs too um And I guess they would joke backstage a lot about how Hugh Jackman was a much more talented actor than John C. McGinley. (laughs) So it made it into the script that he would hate Hugh Hugh Jackman from time to time. Um, He has a penchant for calling other people nicknames, especially J.D. He calls him girls names mainly. And I looked it up. He calls J.D. 115 different girls names throughout the run of the show. Ah, carol being the most commonly used um and then john c mcginley i don't like what i have a list of his movies but <laughs> yeah. do you do you have something that you guys know that the you first like one in s-
3: platoon of- for me right is he in that one yeah, yeah he's in yep. Platoon.
4: okay that's the first
3: thing that popped in my mind was that hmm.
1: the, the first movie i ever noticed him in and it's still the movie when you say his name He's the first thing I think of. Wagon's East. <laughs> that's right. <He> <laughs> now. Um, I, I think of office space immediately.
0: Yeah.
2: Wagon's I mean. East.
0: But he's been yeah. in. I mean, he's been in so much stuff. Like, like he yeah. He is, Um, I don't know who to compare him to. He's been in, like, uh, it, it, he doesn't seem to say no, is what I'm going to say. He's been shit that's, like, been straight to video or or cable release and then he's been in stuff like platoon and i'm not sure how big office space was but uh other movies
1: he was uh the white sam jackson from 85 to yeah right yeah (laughs) that's a good way to put it he was in everything yeah
0: and he's done a lot of a fair amount of voice cartoon work it looks like on top of it i don't think this guy says no
1: yeah he's the who's he hank no 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 hank pym
4: uh what's the dc the adam Oh yeah, Ray Palmer. Ray Palmer. Yeah, I think he was uh, yeah,
1: Ray, Palmer. Ray Palmer. And yeah, he does uh, a lot Ray of superhero
4: stuff. It's funny that you said the Office Space thing because that that has become a huge cult hit. Yeah. And when you see Doctor Cox's um desk, he has a red swing stapler. That's line staple awesome. On. <laughs> so he does little things like that. That you know, like in fact, I read this whole thing. I never watched House. Like, did you guys watch that yes. show? No, yes. doctor I used to show. love that house. That that house. I saw
0: that show. That house.
4: <laughs> I love that house. I never watched that show, but apparently there's um, an episode that's called "My House," and he, for no reason, spends the entire episode limping. Oh, <laughs> that was oh. as
0: uh.
4: as an homage to that character. Yep. And and they asked it, and I he seems to be the kind of guy that just does what he wants, and and I guess he and Bill Lawrence are really good friends, so he let him. But I don't think he would care if he said he wasn't allowed to do it. Like, he seems like he's like, one of those kind of guys. One of the other things that I, I always noticed about, and I confirmed it, is um, in most of the episodes he wears, you know those little um, rubber bracelets that people wear for, like, awareness? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He wears one for um, Down syndrome, for the National Down oh, syndrome. Wow. It's because he is a ch- his, his son has Down syndrome. Oh, wow. He's a, he's like, I don't know. He's like one of their keynote speakers every year. He raises all kinds of awareness and money and stuff like that. But it's like, he wanted to wear it in the episodes. It becomes part of his costume through like a lot of episodes.
1: We should have um, sent him an art war one when, uh, when, when Matt had those made up.
4: Seriously. I still have like 500 um, of them. Do you?
0: I have a lot. Yeah. Oh
4: my God. But he was, you're right. He was in, he was in point break.
3: Oh, yes. Yeah.
4: He's the jerky police chief that's like giving Gary Busey a hard time. I was yelling at him and shit. Yeah. He's in 42. Tim, you probably loved him in 42. He was, uh, he played uh, Red Barber, the announcer. Yeah, that's right. Um, He's in a lot of movies with John Cusack, and it turns out that's because they're best friends. Oh, really? (laughs) So um i like i love that movie identity like he's in a lot of movies with him and it i also read that the thing about calling people the girls names like he does for jd he does that to john cusack
1: that's funny
4: uh but he's in the rock he's in any given sunday i think my favorite one is seven uh yeah, oh, I just God, saw him. I, I
1: don't remember. Yeah. I haven't I seen don't... the movie. This is out in theaters. So yeah, he's, yeah. he's the
4: SWAT guy. His, his nickname, his his name is his call sign. He's California. Remember at the end when the, the shit's going down and Morgan Freeman goes, California, don't come down here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's the guy in the chopper. And when they go in and they bust in with the guy with the guy that's rotting in his bed, he's the guy oh, that yeah. they're pushing in and they're and they're like SWAT before dicks, you know, <laughs> that whole thing. Yeah. He, he's like the lead SWAT guy he's a good he plays a good soldier
1: really i'm looking at yeah i'm just looking um on imdb at his uh at his uh list of movies it's like everything like like comedy drama like hard drama like he's in like nixon but he's also in uh he's also in uh uh,
4: mother the albert brooks debbie reynolds movie i'm like oh okay oh geez (laughs) And Tim, I put this, I saw this and put this in here for you. His other best friend is uh, Chris Chelios. So oh! From he bah- off- the Hawks. He, well, he often wears a Detroit Red Wings jersey.
1: Oh, that's right. Chris Chelios was a, was, well, no, Chelios was a ho- Black Hawks and uh, yeah, he was a Black Hawks in uh, a uh, Red Wings.
4: Well, one of his costumes, and he, I told you, it's like, well, he does what he wants. Um, he wears a Red Wings jersey because that's his buddy. There's uh, There's an episode where, do you guys remember, you know, like Jeremy Shockey, who's a tight end for the Giants. Yeah,
3: yeah. He played for base. <laughs> Chris, you remember that.
4: <laughs> he wears a jersey of him because I think Jeremy Shockey sent him one because he likes them. So he wore it in the show. Like, I don't know. I just like actors that do stuff like that. Yeah. They don't give a shit.
0: Here's a stacked resume for you on IMDb. Born on 4th of July, followed by Highlander 2, The Quickening.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: He's in that? Yep, apparently. I I yeah. must have seen him. Like I've seen that movie. But I can't tell you what he's in. What but he's one of those guys that is in stuff like, and he's always him. He's he's kind of like, um, oh, I'm not sure to. He plays John C. Riley, like, like yeah. you know what I mean? He's like not, he, he he's, but but to a different extent. Sometimes the the Dick John C. or is, am I saying the name right? Is it John C. Riley? Yeah,
4: John C. McKinley.
0: Yeah, McKinley. Sorry, yeah, John C. McKinley. He's either the dick version of himself or the angsty version of himself, but it's like, it's, it it, it all, unless it's something big, like, like office space or point break or platoon, it's like, they all blend together. It's like, I know I've seen him in 50 things, but I can't identify which one I'm thinking of. You know what I mean? It's like, he's
1: he's like, you know who he's like, uh, a a, a comparable actor, William Fickner. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, Fickner, I think would be a would be a would be a character actor on the same the same level. Maybe not as prolific as uh, McGinley, but one of those guys. It's like you think of William Fickner, and you're like that movie. That's pretty much all his movies. You know when you think about what he did, it's like yeah. Oh, yeah, He's the same character in every movie. So that is a good comparison.
0: Okay, yeah. I had to look up who that was. Yeah,
1: oh yep. Fickner? Yep. You know whose bank this is. You know whose money this is.
0: In fact,
4: from, I I just watched uh, Joe, er, Dark Knight. Yeah,
0: I watched uh, Perfect Storm for the first time in like twenty years, and I was like, "Oh uh, shit, he's yeah. in that!" <laughs> I
1: forgot he was in that.
4: That is a that's a great movie. It is Perfect Storm. Yeah.
1: I love that movie. That's one of uh, Clooney's forgotten favorites.
4: That's the next podcast, Tim's Forgotten Favorites. Yeah.
1: And
0: to bring it totally all about me, he was in the wkbw wore the world's 50th anniversary special on uh new york tv two years ago hey. Who, Cause, Fickner? yeah because apparently he used to be a live in that area and was a big fan of that radio station of, to some degree because that's where they were talking about him and his uh how much he listened to that station growing up in acting school and all that crap
4: <laughs> Fickner. Well, that's about all I have because I don't like I didn't know what your background was with this. I know that there's Scrubs is a much loved show and he's one of the much loved characters. In fact, they uh I collect those Funko Pops like Chris does and uh they put ones out of Scrubs and I miss them for one or whatever reason. So, now you can buy them but they're from dealers. Oh. The Dr. Cox one is like one hundred fifty dollars or something
0: like that. Like, uh, the reseller market for Funko Pops is fucking ridiculous.
3: It's stupid. It's like the Beanie Babies. You, you yeah, know, they're not going to be worth that much. Why are you spending hundred dollars on a piece? of Just plastic? wait
0: twelve years, Dave. They'll be they'll be affordable then. Yeah. Okay.
1: He uh, McGinley does conventions. I saw him. He does. I've seen at him at one. I remember he was he was next to who's uh, the guy from. Oh, uh, Judge Reinhold! I remember he was his table was right next to Judge Reinhold, hmm. but I, I was there to get George Takei to sign. Uh, oh my, my uh, my Star oh my. Wars poster. But yeah, George Takei was there. But it, like two two one two tables down was McGinley. but McGinley had a big line, and uh, I I could tell he was interacting well with his fans because he
4: was really loud. He is, yeah. He like, he's a boisterous kind of dude. Yeah, I was like that. There he is, and he has. Um, I don't follow a lot of celebrities on Twitter. He's very active on Twitter. In fact, um, he has either liked or retweeted things that I've tweeted. And he has a um he has a fan group. I think it's just called the John C. McKinley fan club. Um, he's really kind to them. Um, so I bet if we even put this on there, they'll they'll repost it. But he he he's he's one of those guys that loves his fans and his fans love him i think he's fantastic um and i don't know why i mean of all the things that i love this was the first thing that popped into my head would would you joe
1: would if if you saw he was at the pittsburgh steel city con would you drive with chris to the steel city con just to get his autograph
4: yes and i don't do stuff like that
0: what if he was on the behind the surgical mask tour
4: <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> That's funny with Alan
1: Alda. Yeah, yeah. Oh <laughs> yeah. Some of the, some of those scrubs guys have a lot of Star Wars stuff cuz well, I'll say Star Wars cuz they work a lot with Robot Chicken. Like uh, Donald Faison, yeah, yeah. he's he, and Zach Braff, those guys have both been on uh Robot he, Chicken. Yeah. I think McGinley has been on Robot he has. Chicken. He's it's in his IMDb. Yep. Uh well, was Terra Zach- Tara, Tara Strong, I think. She's she's on she on Str- Scrubs, or was that Sarah Chalk, the Sarah Chalk girl?
4: Sarah,
1: Chalk. she's she's on, yeah, she's
4: on. Uh, well, did Zach too? Braff do a whole voice in Obi Wan? Because I remember afterwards. Oh yeah, yeah, he was, he was that yeah. mall guy. Yep. They couldn't tell that it was him. Yeah,
3: right? they thought it was Seth Rogen at first. I think
1: right. Yeah. 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 You know, you were you were talking about how like how much freedom he had on Scrubs to wear things and do things differently. That's I mean that credit to him to being a creative and and adding layers to his character but also credit to the showrunner and the directors for allowing him to do that and allowing I guess I I'm assuming that other characters also had the freedom to make things funnier than on oh, totally. paper. So I, I think read, yeah you're absolutely right. I think that's what makes what otherwise would be just a great show that much better is like when they say, "Listen, I'm going to try something different. I'm going to, I'm going to wink after I say this one word,
4: and I think it'll be funny." And they yeah.
1: say, "Yeah, just do it," and and it works out.
4: And I think Scrubs is a, for Scrubs fans that are listening to this, they they could tell you a hundred stories about that. Um, Zach Braff, he, a lot of the music that's in Scrubs, Zach Braff picked. He, he's got he's one of these. He's almost like a Tarantino kind of thing where he has his style of music and it's very eclectic and while they were waiting for scrubs to either be renewed or whatever he wrote garden state oh yeah um which he then started directed in, or directed and started in too and a lot some of the songs that are in garden state are in scrubs um he the my the other guy that i was thinking about doing is is the janitor yeah because uh, that i know of him yeah he, he is fun. so good and and they say, honestly, most of his dialogue is ad lib because oh, wow. Neil Flynn is he's one of these. Um, he became famous for his improv troupe, oh, which I think okay. you can still go see him like in L.A. Like he still performs in this troupe. He's an improv artist. So most of what he said was Neil Flynn. Mm. So I, I yeah I think Bill Lawrence is is known for being that kind of supportive creator, and I would assume that stuff is going on on Ted Lasso too.
0: Every time I hear improv now, I think of what we do in the shadows when they had a nightclub and they're trying to bring people in and out of an improv troupe, and they're like, give us an activity. Guys shout, jerk each other off. And he's like, all right, give me a place, jerk each other off on the moon. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know, I, I have to I have to poke. Zach Braff in the eye for this. Ouch. I yeah. used to make, I used to make mixtapes and things, and I used to throw in like what I thought were like deep cuts, like things that people don't normally listen to. And yeah. I used to put Simon and Garfunkel's "Only Living Boy in New York" on, ah, yeah, and then Garden State. He had to put that on fucking Garden State soundtrack. Now everybody in the world that was uh, paying attention to music in 2004 or 2005 is like, oh, yeah, that, I love that song. Oh, little boy in the air. And It's yeah. because of fucking Garden State.
4: <laughs> That's the scene when they're um, screaming into the quarry. Yeah. Right? Yeah.
1: <laughs> Only oh, little boy, you, you I'm like, I was like, I love that song. And now I'm like, oh, fuck you, Braff.
4: Zach Braff's greatest accomplishment is screwing uh, Florence Pugh.
1: Oh, did he didn't know who that
4: is? He did? I they, love her. They were uh, they dated for years. She was like they office. were like a she was twenty-nine. Yeah, I mean he's way older than her. I love her. She's great. I have
1: no idea who this is. She uh, she's she's Black Widow's sister. Uh, in the
4: movies. And she was is don't worry darling, mid, that came out Midsummer Midsummer. Yeah. <laughs> She's in that one now um, with the kid that doesn't eat on Netflix. Uh what is it called? She plays a nurse. I don't know but it should be called, kid that doesn't eat. Yeah, my catch my <laughs> yeah, That's a better title. She's fantastic. But yeah, they were like a, yeah. he they were stooping for years. I
1: I was at Bonnaroo about 10 years ago and he we we had not all access backstage passes but most access backstage passes. And we were hanging out in one of the one of the VIP lounges, and uh, he was kind of... I remember Matt Pinfield was one table over, but I remember <laughs> seeing Zach Braff outside with, I guess, his lady at the time, and they were just standing there hugging, and I was like, Zach Braff. It was probably her, Tim. It might have been. Oh, oh, been. This is, this is like you. 10 years ago. I so. should go over there it would have been her. In the eye. Yeah. Uh, a little they, boy in New York. Boop. Yeah, You son no of a bitch. 3D's all the rage, no more for you. Blink. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to see when he when he dated her. Uh let's see. Let's who
3: because the
1: website. Who dated who dated yeah. Zach?
0: Oh, that's a website? You can see who yeah, dated. There's a <laughs> website for everything, Dave. We've learned that after all these years of podcasting. Right. All right. When we well, found after, out that there was when we did the, did the when we talked about What's this? Uh, Tamara Morrison's fucked up toe? And we found out there was a website that rated actors' men men's actors' feet. We knew at that point there was officially a website for everything in the world.
1: <laughs> <laughs> he dated Florence 2019 to 22, so not that long ago.
0: The time right. that I went to, <laughs> I'm waiting for didn't say, Donaru. "Oh, I was mistaken. It was Florence Henderson."
2: <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> she's she, she just would rub him with Crisco. Uh, when he was when he was there, this would have probably been Taylor Badgley Who I have no idea who she is? But she's pretty. Okay, Taylor well, Badgley is according to this is currently single.
4: Three three years of Florence Pugh is three years well spent. Yeah. Yes, like Matt, 30, you gotta get you gotta get on like the Florence years. Pugh train. I'm looking at the yeah. picture, yeah, she's
0: very pretty. I have no idea who she is.
4: And aside, I, I don't. Know, I mean, that's true. I think when She's, he was nailing her, he used to go pew 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 yeah. pew. <laughs> she is a phenomenal actress. She is good. Come be, come be, Florence Anderson, come be. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's. A, I do have some trivia questions, but if yeah. I mean, we can give him. A, we can give him a shot. These, are,
0: these are yeah. the answers yeah. are going to be are 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 outstanding.
4: I got nine questions. I got three for all three of you, and. Yeah. With context clues, I think you could get a couple of these. Okay. So who wants to go first? Me. I'll go first. All
0: right. or Tim or, Matt.
4: or me. Tim, you're going first, okay? <laughs> okay. You want alphabetical backwards one. again? These are all Scrubs trivia questions, uh-huh. um, but you might be able to get some of them just because you're smart guys. Uh, this one's going to be tough, though. Number one, why does the janitor hate JD? JD does something in the first episode that pisses the janitor off for the entire run of the series. JD, that's Zach Braff, right? Yes.
1: I'm going to guess that he mopped something and JD either walked on it or knocked trash over or made his job more difficult after mopping.
3: Tim's just guessing six
1: answers. Or this, or <laughs> <Right>. that, or <laughs> this. Or flattened or his tire, <laughs> Or, or, kill his or, wife, kill, or killed yeah. his
3: wife. Or killed his
4: wife. Ran over a puppy. On a mop that, on One a of Florida those is right, is right, right? Um, you're on the right track. It doesn't have anything to do with the mop, although the janitor does have a tattoo of a mop on his body. <laughs> <laughs> mop, mop, mop. And, and other. This would have been cool too. Um, this isn't the answer, but uh, the janitor in the first season only talks to JD. And Bill Lawrence has said he didn't know if it was going to get picked up. The janitor was really supposed to be a figment of JD's imagination. Ah. Uh. Uh. And then everybody liked the character so much and they got picked up that he started (laughs) then talking to other people. Um, But the thing that J.D. does on the first on his first day of uh, residency is he puts a penny in the sliding door. Okay. (laughs) Which messes up the door. So Scrubs fans know that. Uh, All right. Number two, Tim. What is rowdy? What is rowdy? That sounds like a dog's name. I'm going to say it's a puppy. I'm going to give it to you. Rowdy is a stuffed golden retriever that hey, J- JD shit. and shirt keep in their apartment. And they yell at Rowdy, like, "Is a Rowdy down. You know, it's a stuffed Man, I think golden. Tim won trivia. Yeah, yeah. Might as well call it music trivia. And here's your last one. Ted, who's played by Sam Lloyd. He is, I believe, the nephew of Christopher Lloyd. Um, his singing group, the Worthless Peons, sing what type of music?
1: Worthless peons. I'm going to say barbershop quartet.
4: Oh, you are, s- I'm going to give it to you.
2: <laughs>
4: they're an acapella group.
1: Oh, okay. Well, let's <laughs> see. Yeah, barbershop, that's kind of a cappella.
4: All right, Timmy, you got two out of three. We lost, man. Yeah, fuck it. We I don't even to want to play it now. All right, who's next? Chris. Matt, you to go? go? <laughs>
2: I'll go next. Oh, go okay.
4: Ahead. The janitor had a small role. This is in universe, in Scrubs universe. The janitor had a small role as a cop in what Harrison Ford movie? Ooh. The and they they use footage from the movie in the show. What's your I'm guess?
3: I'm guessing the fugitive. You find that man. <laughs> the fugitive is correct. Ooh. Yeah,
2: oh, I kind of I kinda remember
3: that little bit.
4: So Neil Flynn is in. He's a he's on a, like a train. And he points a gun at him, and then JD and Scrubs is like, "You look like this guy in the Fugitive." And he's like, "This not me," <laughs> <laughs> but they show the footage, and it's him. So, you have, you have one arm.
2: <laughs>
4: All right, Chris. What anxiety disorder did Doctor Kevin Casey, played by Michael J. Fox, have? Oh, I'm gonna guess two episodes.
3: Parkinson. That's the only thing I can big of.
4: What anxiety disorder did Dr. Kevin Casey have? Fear of Parkinson's.
3: (laughs) So he's afraid of what is... How about foxes? Because that'd be pretty funny. He's afraid of foxes.
4: He's afraid of foxes. Is that your answer? Yeah. That is incorrect. He had OCD. Ah,
3: damn it. Yeah, you know me.
4: Okay. (laughs) And here's your last one to tie Tim.
1: (laughs)
3: Okay.
4: <laughs> Ten yeah, minutes later. That
1: was, that was funny. Well, that's, is that with OCD? <laughs> yeah, 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 you know me.
4: <laughs> Here's your last one to tie Tim. What okay. annoying... So, sorry, annoying. Just, and now
0: I'm doing OC, OCD lyrics in my head. OCD, <laughs> how do I explain it? People picture it up and don't put it back where they found it. <laughs>
4: <laughs> so, <laughs> you could keep writing. Okay. Stretch. Uh, what annoying celebratory quirk does the Todd have well I don't know who the Todd is mm-hmm.
3: so does this mean when, when he's excited he does something like, like to celebrate something he like, does something fucking weird he, uh,
4: everything that you said is true when he's excited about something he does something to celebrate it yeah what, does he what annoying do? celebratory quirk does the Todd have
3: he farts with his hands. You know how some people can fart with his hands?
4: <laughs> like that. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> no, he 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 high fives. That's all. Okay. Damn it. I was
3: how about a half point in Bob's hands, right?
4: Absolutely not.
3: <laughs>
4: wow,
0: Dave got serious real fucking quick. He did Absolutely, Absolutely not. not.
3: This whole show took a turn.
4: All right, Tim is still winning, Matt. <laughs> Matt, you got three questions to see if you can defrawn uh, def Tim. Yeah, okay, sure. What is the first word in the title of every episode of scrubs the final answer sure it's my damn
0: it I thought maybe it'd be like the one about surgery that's friends or the one oh fuck that show too <laughs> the
4: that's friends the oh, one about okay. the one about blah, blah. Oh, all right well <laughs> so it's my this my that. all right so now um, best I can do is tie everybody yes all right. This is going to be really hard. Uh, what does JD scream when Turk lifts him up on his shoulders and gives him a ride? <laughs> oh my God. Killer Clarkson. That's what I was
3: thinking of, man. Holy fuck.
1: I
0: have no. no idea. Geronimo. I don't know. He goes
1: eagle.
4: Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> All right. You'll get this one, I think. <laughs> okay. Look me. What sitcom legend was supposed to continue to play his role of JD's father throughout the show but suffered a fatal heart attack. Oh God.
0: Sitcom Ooh. legend. Mm. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Heart attack. Sitcom? So sitcom legend Miller. had a heart attack within the, Oh my God. I'll go kick myself I, when I get this answer. Cause I can't think of anyone. I think
3: I, I think I
4: think believe he was in about four episodes and then they had him die in show as well.
0: Um, after,
4: after the, I after, after the, no, th- no, he
0: didn't I have, I have a heart attack. Guess. Okay. Uh, I don't know, so I'm going to take a lifeline and have Chris answer for me. New show, making yeah. up my own rules.
4: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> was it John Ritter? John Ritter is correct. All right, oh, thank
3: you, Chris. Oh, man, that's sad.
4: <laughs> yeah, he was his dad, and that led to another whole great thing of uh, Dr. Cox, who always used to give JD shit about everything, comforting him. Uh, which he never did, so it was like the the little details on that show that made it great, which made him great, which is why I picked it, and that's it.
1: You know, I love when you see old sitcom characters come back as and die of a heart attack. Newer, <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> well, I mean, and, and actually, this, this 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 character did do this. I love it when you see old sitcom actors come back as new sitcom actors' dads. On how I about your mother, um, the guy from Coach, the dumb jock. Uh, yeah, Robert Yeah, he was um, Bill Flankenblanger, Clanger, Faber Duke, Faber Dake. Yeah, Faber Not, not, not the main guy. Not, and not uh, Craig T. Nelson. Dude, then it was Dick Van Dyke's brother, that guy, Jerry. Jerry. No, well, Jerry. No, Jerry. I'm, I'm uh, the guy who played the the I guess the the younger football player guy on Coach. He was in. He played the dad like a Minnesota dad on how I met your brother of the one that was married to Alison Hannigan on the show.
4: Uh oh, Jason Siegel,
1: Jason Siegel. And I think it was only on one episode, but they went there and he's, he saw, Oh, they're all big, tough guys. And then like at the end of the episode, he gets a call. He died. So he had to go back up for the funeral and everything, but it was, it was, was kind of the same, same kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. But, but you, you, you actually see that often enough. Like you see like old actors, that you saw from other things coming back and playing newer, younger actor stats.
4: Yeah, I'd say
1: that's a trope. It's a, it's a trope, yes. Mm-hmm.
3: Dave, I want to say I think this is a great pilot episode of our new uh, format system, and you did a hell of a job for characters that I know nothing about.
4: Well, I, <laughs> I appreciate that. I'm, I'm sorry that none of you guys were super huge fans, but uh, I know when this gets posted, there's going to be um, yeah. Because this is like, this has become an iconic character. <laughs> I mean, I could, I could go on and on and on. I'm not going to, but like friends or I friends. I did say friends. Um, Scrubs people are like their own little unit. You know what I mean? Um, they obsess over it like other people obsess over things like friends or Seinfeld. So um, it definitely has its place in television history. And he is one of the reasons why. He's fantastic.
2: Yeah.
3: Well, I hope everyone out there enjoyed this episode. Because, Matt, will you, will, will this make you, because it, it won't make me, will this make you start watching Scrubs? No, but I yeah. enjoyed it nonetheless. <laughs> oh, you're right. Like, I'm, Dave and Tim know this. Like, you know, and even you, Matt, you yeah. always hound me, you know, to watch whatever Breaking Bad or yes, something that's a great which show. Which you still should watch. Yeah, and, and you are right. But I hate the fact that i missed when it, it was happening, and I just don't want to, like, I don't know, spend a matter of time watching 80 episodes of something. <laughs> you know
4: what I mean? It is hard to catch up on something yeah. that long. Yeah, definitely. Because I have people do the same thing. You should watch this. My first question is always, how many seasons is it? Yeah. And right. Scrubs is, like, eight. You know That was on a long time.
1: I think yeah. it didn't it start on broadcast and then did, did it go, like, TBS or TNT? Didn't it pop, like, sh- yeah, pop I think networks it at it some did. point? Yeah, did
4: it bounced around from it bounced around from major network to major network it was always on the brink of being canceled in fact there's a there's a nurse uh, laverne is one of the nurses they killed her at the end of the season because they were sure the show was going to be canceled when it was brought back and they brought her back as like her twin sister or something because <laughs> they wanted the actress to still be on but it was like they were always by the skin of their teeth getting renewed and then when they would get canceled ABC would go, well, we'll put that on. It's better than anything else we got. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like a rest of development.
1: That was kind of yeah. the same way. It was like every season, are we going to come back? And then I guess the third season, they had ordered like 17 episodes. And then they, like, midway through, they're like, no, we're going to only do 14 episodes. And they actually did a, a joke about that in the, the
4: show. Yeah. It's I, I, I love, and there and now that I I mean I've seen it a million times. There are certain ones that I do watch over and over again. The Brendan Fraser ones are two of my favorites. Um, but a lot of these, sh- you know, a lot of sh- shows do a musical episode. Yeah. yeah, theirs is the best. It's called My Musical. Um, yeah. The guys that wrote the music for uh, Avenue Q on Broadway wrote the music. It's it is amazing. It's an amazing twenty-two minute musical, and they all sing. They all sing their own stuff and they go, all can sing for the uh, most part.
0: I don't know. The Cirque musicals are pretty good and those might be the best. The which ones? Swick.
1: <laughs> oh yeah. Right. <laughs> I remember when Chris and I would go up to New York to get autographs, we went up to get Jimmy Smith's and we did, we got, we did get yeah. Jimmy Smith's, but his theater, because he was in Anna and the tropics, his theater shared an alleyway with Avenue Q. Mm. And so we would see all these people coming out. And I'm like, 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 I wonder if it, like people who are fans of Avenue Q, these are probably like huge stars, and these are just like people walking by us. And we're, like some of these guys are probably big stars on Avenue Q. They weren't in Star Wars, then, so fuck them. Yeah, that's they're, right. They're
2: not. Their <laughs> name
1: isn't Jimmy, nor is it Smiths. Smith. <laughs> <laughs> and then Jimmy Smith came out, and Jimmy Smiths was super cool, super nice. But I remember, I remember Jimmy Smiths going, "You guys got Liam? No, okay." That out. was a good Jimmy Smith impression," <laughs> <laughs> said Ooh, no, Jedi. Yeah. <laughs> Gustavo, good morning from In the Heights. I just remember I, just, I saw the I saw the trailer for In the Heights. <laughs> see, we did talk about Star
4: Wars on this episode. Oh yeah, that's yeah, inevitable. In it's to come with Star Wars yes. in there. Bail Organa.
3: Well, thank you everyone for listening, and this is a, uh, a new format. Hope you enjoy it, and we'll see you next time where someone does somebody else. Egghead from Batman. <laughs> Tim, you'll be blowing your load in all your characters this is-
2: <laughs> Thanks for listening to Swick Presents Outside the Galaxy. Outside the Galaxy is a Neozaz.com production. For more great content and original productions, please visit Neozaz.com. Neozaz.com and Swick Presents Outside the Galaxy is proudly 100% listener supported. To learn how you can help support the work done by neozaz.com and get access to exclusive content, please visit patreon.com neozaz. To help support the show for free, please consider taking a couple minutes to leave a five-star review on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you download this podcast. Thanks for listening.